All right, we have another new podcast from me, Joel, your uh, number one pacemaker, podcast maker. Um, so I actually, uh, I think I got a name. Um, I thought about it today, and I think it's what I want. If you've heard of la- uh, last conversation I had, the interview with uh, Sarah, you'll understand what it means. So here we go. It is Finding the Flow with Joel Franklin. Yeah. Finding the Flow. Just trying to... Just trying to get into the zone. Feel the spiritual world. No longer have to think. And everything comes out just... Just fine. So anyways, today's guest is my brother Sean. Uh, He's in the military, in the Air Force, and uh, he's been out overseas, he's been to Iraq, and that'll be something to talk about. All right, let's get back to our normal voice. Okay, so that was fun. So yeah, the name of the podcast is going to be Finding the Flow with Joel Franklin. Eh, what do you think? I, I like it. The idea, finding that flow, finding that place, that zone where you're, where you're not thinking, you're just bam, 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 putting out, putting out in the universe, and uh, and 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 it's just coming freely, coming naturally, and that's when we find the best things. That's where we get our inspiration. That is where we uh, the we find answers where we weren't even looking for them. So. I want to uh, address a few things. First off, I finally, uh, my internet here is ridiculously frustrating. Uh, We have satellite internet because we are so out in the boonies, but at least we got satellite internet and it's provided by the farm because uh, it is pretty expensive. But um, on the other hand, it sucks. Half the time it doesn't work. Half the time um, the, the something is, I mean, the, like like within the span of, of certain times of day, like the traffic or whatever, it, it'll, it'll get down to the pace of, of dial-up, basically. Um, whereas other times it's a little bit better. Uh, but, uh, the other things, there's download limitations. So basically say goodbye to any sort of streaming and, and it's too slow to do anything like that. Any, no Netflix, no nothing. So, uh, but there is a time at night from two to seven in the morning, 2 AM to 7 AM where you can download, uh, unlimited. So I got a, a, uh, torrent downloader. Uh, that's how I see any of my, uh, movies or TV shows nowadays is through torrents. I'm uh, sorry to say, but, uh, you know, if, if I like it, I buy it. But then again, some things uh, I might like and I don't buy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I've never really felt guilty about it. It's a, it's a weird thing. I, I, I've, I was listening to something um, about uh, Napster and how it's kind of started that whole uh, idea on the internet that everything's kind of for free, or at least no one really feels guilty about stealing stuff. And uh, I don't know. I don't, it's probably like uh, everything. Everyone under thirty is probably in the same boat. They probably just, I don't know. They don't even think it's stealing. I, I, it's, it's weird. I don't, I don't really feel like it either. It's, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have much of an opinion about it. I just do it. So uh, <laughs> it's the only way I can get anything. Uh, so I, um, uh, yeah, that's that. So, uh, SoundCloud. 
Uh, oh, by by the way, so 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 I do have my internet back, so I was able to listen to everyone's podcast. I'm loving them. Uh, I'm glad Dan got one out. Uh, Chris got one out around the same time, and, and I loved them both. Um, just just to hear you guys talking is fun. I mean, you don't have to worry about like you know, like Dan was saying something about like if I were a stand up, I'd be, I'd be booed off the stage right now. Well, I mean, do you really think we're doing stand up right now? I I hope not because. Uh, because uh, that that'd be a lot more pressure than I I feel that we're bringing on each other, and and I mean we're just in the baby stage. I mean even, even uh, the best podcasts today, you know, in their first episodes, uh, I'm sure, I mean uh, most of them are, are not that great, you know. I mean uh, it it takes time, and, or 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 just whatever whatever this is gonna be. Like Dan was calling this is kind of like a Facebook like what Facebook was supposed to be. And I, I really believe that, that it is kind of cool. I mean, it's like it's like we're all having a conversation with each other, but yet it's all like you have the conversation all at once. You know, you have your time to, to say a whole bunch and then uh, and then um, and then everyone else gets their time to say a whole bunch. It's kind of it's kind of like kind of nice to me sometimes because sometimes, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't get too many words in edgewise and, and it's fun to just be able to be free to be able to get it all out get all the things i wanted to say out uh you know all about me <laughs> so um i got uh i got the the professional version of soundcloud because my last uh recording was very long uh we've been keeping like kind of a 25 to 30 minute limit here and uh i exceeded it uh by by a lot i exceeded it by about uh six times seven times what we've been doing i've got like an hour and 40 minutes i talked to sarah but i really loved it and i i wanted to keep it that way i a lot of podcasts go that long obviously ours aren't going that long um but but uh but yeah that i i i uh it'll probably not go that long um next time but then again i'm if the internet interview is going really good, I'm just going to let it go, and I'm not going to edit much. This is all about not editing, post-editing. Now, uh, you can hear Ada crying in the background. i got to take care of that. Yeah, no post-editing. So, so uh, the SoundCloud thing. So, I got the professional version of SoundCloud. I kind of feel like, almost like I've been duped or something like that. You know, that uh, they reeled me in with their... their uh, limitation and yeah like dan was saying you know actually putting a time limitation on it is is a stupid way of of giving you you uh data you know obviously um you know certain qualities of audio would be about bigger files but who cares so either way it's in euros i'm actually not sure where uh, soundcloud is from or what where origin is from but either way it's in euros and so, like uh, Dan, uh, Chris was saying about the the cent sign and the dollar sign, you know, what gives with those? Uh, uh, the euro it does kind of make sense. I think it has two lines through it, and it looks like an e. Uh, but either way, I I the the euro sign is pretty cool. Um, so I don't even know. I mean, I it, it's like nine euros a month. I I think a euro is about a dollar worth a dollar. I it might be worth more. Um, if it's worth what a pound is worth, it might be worth double a dollar. So it might be paying 18 bucks a month. I don't know, but either way you can cancel it at any time. So, so, uh, I think it's okay. You know, uh, whatever. So it's, it's unlimited. And, uh, but the, then again, I also saw what Dan did. Dan has some programs that he's using and it makes it so you can subscribe on iTunes. And so I'm like, eh, maybe I, I, uh, went, you know, did it too soon. 
but uh, maybe I'll just unsubscribe and do what Dan's doing because that looks pretty awesome. And he can have the artwork like he was saying. So uh, I um, listened to everybody's and I listened to, so basically uh, Chris was saying that he has no time to listen to podcasts anymore. He used to have time when he was at work. Um, I basically got the same deal. I work at the farm and I have the ability to have my headphones on all the time. And, uh, so basically, you know, 12, 13 hours a day that I can spend listening to podcasts. That is one benefit. But then again, I have no time outside of work. So I don't see movies. I don't play video games. Um, and I don't watch much TV. I got a few programs that I watch. Like I said, I, I, I download them, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm few and far between. Uh, but I really feel like I am out of the loop with video games. When, when Dad started talking about video games, I was uh, a little bit jealous. Like, um, uh, I, I was hearing all the ones that he talked about that were, like, related to the PlayStation 3, and I didn't know any of them. Um, I heard something about the, the something city that I, I think that's the one he was talking about sound, uh, oh, I can't even remember now, but, uh, it, it was one video game he was talking about, but he said the, the second one was, it was never as good as the second one. And, uh, and I think I heard some, some, something on NPR about it and then in either way. So, so he said there's like seven or eight of them and it's just like, makes me think, oh man, all the video games that I can't play. And, uh, it made me think, you know, sometime in the future, like if I, the only scenario now, the only scenario that I can think of now where I could um, play video games in the, in the future is if I get injured. Like, for instance, I broke my leg and I actually have some time uh, to just do anything. <laughs> I might just spend, or you borrow someone's uh, PlayStation or something and then just binge. Um, but even then, you know, how long is a, an injury going to be? You know, if it's a really bad one, maybe I get a month. And uh, with a month, you know, that's still in the video game sense. I might be able to conquer a couple of games. Um, and then it would go to the on online stuff, you know. I mean, that just would consume me. Um, yeah, the good old days. Like, I guess, you know, video games are either for, you know, like couples that, like, like are both really into it or, or for young people, young, you know, young, young adults, kids that just have all the time in the world. I mean, I remember spending hours and hours. And then, and then Dan talked about Final Fantasy VI, and that was kind of a, a breath of fresh air to me, because that is kind of one of the, the last, um, times where I had all the time in the world to play, well, not quite, but, but, but still, Final Fantasy VI is very, very much in my head a lot. And he said that he, he, um, he, he has the music done by like like instead of the video game music done like with real real players and stuff like that so it made me think he, he mentioned the opera scene and i remember i love the opera scene i guess this is kind of more for dan but uh the opera scene um where where it's like really dramatic they ended up replacing the girl with with one of your characters in the game and you had to remember all the lines but you know if you remember the line they gave you like three choices and if you remember the lines right then they would take care of the rest but i i just remember it was, it was really funny because it was like uh you know, that old Super Nintendo style sound. I'm not sure what, what bit rate music it was, but uh, um, the, the, the opera voices were really funny. It was like, Maria, Maria. And, th and then, you know, he has this big manly thing. And, th and, then, and then she has to, like, come out and sing. Uh, 
and and then also there's this big thing with this with this octopus that you have to do and and then I remember I remember the music then it's like bum 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 and then she sings a song I think that was the song That, that game was awesome. I, I spent hours on that. I, I uh, Not too far in the past. I think sometime in college I replayed it again, and I, I got on an emulator, and I put it, like, three times speed, and I just, uh, you know, leveled up really, really fast, and that, that was kind of fun. But it, it's nothing like the, the original time when that was all new. Uh, that, that, those are the days. Those were the days. Um, also, um, so... so uh, yeah, I, so I listened to everyone's podcast uh, once I got got a, got the internet running again, and I listened to it uh, while I was working, and it was funny because like you know, compared to the podcast I listened, like Adam Carolla, uh, uh, Chris had mentioned, I I mean goes over two hours, you you know standard and um, and so so for these twenty five minute little podcasts, I was able to like listen to them a few times because I wanted to I wanted to actually reply to some of them. So, so already I'm kind of into it. So, so, um, this has been kind of down Dan's line. Uh, one more thing for Dan was, uh, um, the, when he talked about recommending music, how, how it's, uh, how it, no one really wants to, everyone wants to recommend their own music, but no one really wants to hear, uh, about music being recommended to them. It's, it's, uh, it's, just how it is, I, you know, and, and, and yet you feel so compelled. I mean, you, you were like moved by this music and other people have to hear it, you know, but uh, then you end up finding out that uh, no one gives a shit. And, um, you know, that's special, but there's like five million things out there that are special to everyone and, uh, and you're not going to change your mind. So uh, the other part of that is that, you know, I, I mix music myself and then trying to recommend your own music or, or, or uh, show people your own music. I mean, that, that no one, not only is it that element of people not wanting to really, don't, people don't really give a shit, but also it's your own music. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, tugging at your heartstrings, you know, so, so you kind of, um, you know, it puts a lot out there. So, so basically I've had a lot of times where I've been kind of rejected in that area and it sucks. Um, all right, going on to Scott. LED lights. Yes, Sarah hates them too. Why do they shine like they do? I don't know. Why are they so efficient? I don't know. But uh, I thought that was funny. Sarah hates them. I, I kind of was, you know, I just love the efficiency part of it. But uh, but it's funny. That is a pretty standard thing. Most people don't like them. It, it just, you know, they their light is weird. And there's no other way to really describe it. It's like a, it's bright. Yeah, it's brighter. It's 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 less warm. It's like uh, I don't know. It's like it's almost like it's glowing on its own, or it's glowing with such little energy that it's like it's hard to even conceive of how it's even working. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> while I was listening to all your guys' music, I was I was outside uh, um, doing vaccines. So basically, one of my one of my dirty jobs. I'll I'll be slowly kind of uh, spewing out some of my dirty jobs that I do. And one of them was, while I was listening to you guys, was um, standing in basically about two, three inches of, of wet shit 
and um, taking the needle um, and filling it up and, and uh, giving shots in the leg to 50, ca- 50 heifers, heifers like, like 11 month old uh, cows. And um, so they're running all over the place, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're kicking, they're splashing shit on you if you hit them. And I was doing all that while enjoying the, the whimsical musings of, of Dan, Chris, and, and Scott. And so I thought that was funny um, to, to know about that. Fractals. Fractals. I, uh, um, so yeah, also, I, once again, use the pause feature. Pause feature is awesome. So I, I was uh, listening to these podcasts, pausing it, writing down notes in my, my cell phone. So the other thing, fractals. Uh, Scott mentioned this, and uh, I love it. Scott, Scott's got such like a, you know, spiritual slash like, like hippie kind of um, vibe, you know, but also he's got this big math thing going on, and I love it. It's right up my alley. And I remember hearing about fractals. I, I remember there's some computer program. If you put fractals in it, you're able to make mountains look natural. Um, it's like that thing. It's it's like a it's like a math problem that just is kind of like an infinity math problem. You just you just uh, put in the number and then it'll just uh, make make just this endless pattern. And I remember the the one famous fractal was this one that kind of looked like a like a, a pa- what's that paisley pa- paisley what what is that pattern it's on a blanket it looks like a little fish paisley paisley it kind of looks like that but that then you go deeper and it just repeats itself over and over again yeah Scott will know what I'm talking about uh, then going on to Chris whole milk yes um, Chris didn't drink whole milk but I guess he's drink skim milk his whole life. Um, I don't know if you ever saw that uh, Park and Rec- Parks and Recreation. You probably did, Chris. And uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, when when um, uh, Ron S- Swanson, yeah, right, Ron Swanson, he uh, he he said um, uh, and and uh, something about uh, skim milk being a uh, being a sad excuse for milk, or, or it's not even milk. It's mil- uh, It's water disguised as milk. <laughs> and and that it was funny because Chris was saying anything that's not skim milk tastes like cream to him. And I've, I've, my whole life, I mean, I, I wrote down to Chris, I've, uh, I've had whole milk my whole life. I thought that was funny. Um, but, uh, whole, whole milk, you know, what I actually drank was milk right out of the tank. So that means it wasn't, it hadn't even gone to, to be processed or pasteurized or anything. And, uh, and so I guess that's even thicker. That's, I mean, that's what I'm used to. And so, yeah, going down to 1% or below, it tastes, yeah, pretty much like water, water with milk flavor. Um, yeah, I, I used to think it was water. I, I, I don't even know what's, I think skim milk is like, uh, what happens after you take all the cream out of it. Like you, uh, like you take like the process of making butter or whatever, like, um, what's left over is skim milk. Um, also I thought it was interesting to hear Chris doing, cause the podcast that Chris and I did alone, the butt sex podcast, um, that was, uh, that was kind of free form like this. I mean, we had planned and everything, but it was mostly talking. And uh, I just think it's interesting because, you know, that edited uh, podcast that Chris had of his week and everything, it was, it was really cute and everything. But to hear him talk again on his own uh, on that on that uh, talky podcast or whatever you want to call it, um, it was it was funny to hear it because it I, I'm so used to hearing him with me and the sort of bouncing back and forth. And I feel like the relationship, like the way I could describe the relationship between me and Chris was that I would basically be just trying to so hard to take it seriously and like like just um, constantly, you know, just saying stuff off the top of my head. 
and I'd just be constantly tossing Chris just lob balls just just to hit him out of the park and just uh, just just constantly giving him him fodder to make make fun of and and so you know it, it was fun and I you know I was good spirit about it but I, but also I just I just, you know it's funny because because Chris was picking on himself how how he didn't know how to pronounce certain things like like he mentioned something about uh, skeet ball but it's actually ski ball or something like that and uh, and yeah those are the sort of things that Chris loved to get on me about. Uh, he would even made a comment when I said slobber, uh, slobber on uh, that that sauce on that 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 pork. I thought that was funny. I, I was supposed to, I was I meant to say slather or something like that. I, that's that's usually my case. I I don't say the wrong word necessarily. I just or or I don't say uh, the wrong pronunciation of the word. I just say a wrong word altogether. <laughs> like like my uh, constant one was. Uh, was uh, was one that I didn't back down on was the turbulence thing like, and that would just bug Chris uh, uh, f- forever whenever I whenever the camp the mic would shake and I would say turbulence turbulence um, it is not turbulence that is not a scientific thing you know it it's, it has to do with airplanes uh, but either way I, I Chris it, it's funny um, Chris always has this sort of cute element to him and everything everything he does and he's, he's always going on those uh, like like that that sort of subject matter and so you have to watch that one of the tv shows i do watch is adventure time um i don't i don't know if any of you know of it but uh, i recommend it to all of you but especially to chris you gotta watch adventure time i mean it's right up your alley cute as anything and also really smart really well done uh love the idea of a job agent awesome idea uh like I, I I thought about that before. I I mean I didn't think necessarily of a job agent, but just someone that would just take care of all that shit. You know, I'll I'll do an interview, but all that paperwork and and uh, and calling and uh, and letter and shit like that, let someone else take care of that. I will pay them handsomely for it. By the way, I forgot to say what I was drinking. Um, I'm drinking a India Pale Ale, Southern Tier Brewing Company. Um, that's in Lakewood, New York. That's not too far from us near Jamestown. Mm. It is good today. It is feeling great right now. Um, then the 4th of July, what did I do on the 4th? Uh, nothing really. We went to this, uh, little, little get together, uh, or this, this small town, um, um, festival. Sarah, Sarah submitted a pie for a pie contest and uh, she had submitted a pie last year, and she won, and so she she was all kind of you know like inspired and ready to go this year round, and uh, but uh, this time around it wasn't so good. There was eight pies submitted, and and Sarah didn't get in the top four, and she was really depressed about it. But either way, that that was basically our Fourth of July experience. We we didn't see any fireworks because you know it's way too late, and the kids and everything, and we'd have to get babysitters or something, or we'd have to make them stay up really late. So so um, basically, one night the the fireworks were going off um, somewhere out of out of town uh, in a in a town close to us and we we just went out in our front yard and watched them um uh another thing was marble madness uh chris chris was talking about an arcade place he went to and marble madness was uh, something he mentioned for some reason 
Now I can't even remember why. Maybe maybe he mentioned Marvel Madness in some other situation. But I just, uh, maybe someone else has played Marvel Madness in their life, but that also is another one like Final Fantasy VI where I just remember all the sounds from that game. Um, uh, uh, the, 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 I remember that, that song. And, and then the, that annoying sound when you fall off the edge. But, oh, that game was great. Um, Marvel Madness. Get it. Get us a uh, regular Nintendo NES uh, emulator and, and get that game if you've never done it before. It is awesome. Once again, recommending games. I'm uh, just like Dan says. Probably no one gives a shit, but I don't know. I, I'm doing it for myself, I guess. Um, so uh, last thing I wanted to say. So that's last of all my kind of notes from from you guys. I want to just uh, keep 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 up. Um, with that, I I, th- I think it's it's good for me, and, and and I found it was pretty easy. Just press the pause button, write some notes. So, so um so from now on, I'll hopefully keep up with you guys. Um, so some questions I'd like to say uh, to everyone, basically, um just uh, tell me a little bit more about yourselves. Uh, Dan, like you have siblings. Um, you know, I mean, this might be stuff you guys all know about each other, but I you know I'm a little bit in the dark here. So, so maybe you guys tell me a little bit about your families or, or something scott i mean you're a dad i don't even know how many kids you have or if if it's more than one or if, how old they are and everything i mean if you could s- something about that um chris i know most about about you but uh but i you know um i don't know just keep keep it up keep it up keep keep up with everything and um you know that's all i ask of you chris um so i think that's it I have some other other things here, but um, I I uh, think I can get onto that later. All right, so onward. So that's that. We're heading into the, like the twenty five minute phase, and I haven't even got to my interview yet. But uh, we'll see. I I don't think I'm gonna have to catch up that much next time. But then again. I love it because uh, we got four, all four of us making podcasts together, so so you know they're popping up all the time. So so I'll have lots of fun uh, fun with that, replying and everything. Good stuff. Um, so I have a game that I have created that I want to start including with my guests. I want to play it with all my guests. And uh, so I wanted to teach it to all you listeners out here before I I, uh, do this. So I'm going to probably in the future, I'm going to explain off off air to the person I'm interviewing the game uh, before I play it. And then when we play it on on the air, um, it'll be uh, a lot faster and smoother. So I will do the first round of explaining right now. So this game, um, I don't even even have a name for it. Maybe, Maybe we can work together and get a name for it. But uh, basically, all it is is um, it's kind of like a, a word connection, uh, uh, first thing that comes to your mind, connection game. And so all you got to do is uh, say one word. Um, so so there so there's one person, more than one person, whatever. But in my case, it'll be two, two people. Uh, the person playing um, will will. Uh, well there'll be two people the one person says a word 
And then the other person hears that word, and then they got 15 seconds, and in their mind, they start making connections. So for instance, I say um, cat. So uh, so then, then I got 15 seconds, and in my mind, I'm going, okay, cat. Cat makes me think of animals. Animals thinks, makes me think of farms. Farms makes me think of food. Food makes me think of how much I, I am addicted to certain foods. Addiction makes me think of, of uh, uh, drugs. Drugs makes me think of uh, pharmaceutical companies pharmaceutical you know and then yada yada and then and then when the 15 seconds are over uh we say stop and then you tell me what word you're on uh at that point and then um after that then you'll uh go through the list of how did you get there so so i'll, I'll say stop then then they'll say the word whatever word they're at at the moment and then i'll say how did you get there and then they'll they'll say it um so sarah and i will play one round how about that sarah Okay, so um, during that time, so I'm not going to let you just have blank air during that uh, the 15 seconds, and I'm not going to pause it because then, then you might think that I'm uh, doing longer than 15 seconds. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little ditty while it's going on. So, Sarah, here, ready? Yeah, go. Okay, the word is earlobe. Stop. Okay, what is your word? Compass. Earlobe to compass. How did you get there? I forget. Do we start at the beginning or the? Yeah, you start with from earlobe. Okay. Well, I thought earlobe makes me think of getting my ears pierced, and I was twelve, and my dad gave me earrings for my birthday, and I didn't even really want to get my ears pierced, but I did. That makes me think of my dad, and he uh, and him cutting down trees, which makes me think about the conversation that you and my dad had at our at Katie's wedding, which made me think about Katie's wedding, where we went swimming and at the pond, and then um, this this lake where the mountains are, and then made me think of my dad uh, uh, hiking over that mountain with his compass. Cool. See, so there you go. It's a nice icebreaker sort of thing, and, uh, and, and it helps you get to know about someone. Um, so I love the game and maybe you guys can help me uh, make a name for it. So either way, uh, we are going to move on now to their interview with my brother, Sean. I got to get the right song here. recording so Sean uh, you are the youngest brother of all the seven of us so um, you're you're the only person that I can actually call my youngest brother because I was second to youngest um, so how was it like to be the brother that was you know there was no one younger than you you were the youngest everyone was older than you well uh, 
growing up, it, I mean, really didn't feel like I had many, many brothers. I mean, other than just you and James, because, you know, you pretty much all I lived with. I mean, I guess Sarah for a little bit, but there's just, I mean, I remember just you and James, so I mean, it didn't really feel, I mean, I was, I was the youngest, but I mean, it didn't really feel. Yeah, I, I understand. Like, like youngest of a whole bunch of us. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, and you were you were five years young, you were five years younger than me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, five years younger than me, and I was second the youngest. And uh, you know, um, our oldest brother Todd is uh, eighteen years older than Sean, so you know, it's quite a span. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I mean, growing up, I mean, it was it was it was pretty pretty tough, you know, trying to live up to you know your guys expectations and i mean i guess you guys didn't have as much expectation as yeah we didn't expect i, mean, I, I just kind of like followed what you guys did yeah we didn't expect uh, much out of you trying to like, live up into your guys name i guess yeah kind of be like you and then when i got older i just kind of didn't really you know think like that anymore and then i <laughs> you know i kind of went on the downward slope and then finally i just joined the military and then finally yeah. So, so 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 speak about the military. Like, uh, so you joined the Air Force. Did anyone tell you to join the Air Force? No. Well, yeah, I guess my dad dad always kind of you know mentioned it. You know, join the military. And the Air Force was you know the, the better branch to join at the time. But it really was. It came down to you know I, I didn't really want to you know do what I was doing right now. I wanted to, you know, do something more without having to go into college. And that was, seemed like my only option at the time. And my, my buddy Ryan, he's already in the Air Force and he's telling me how, you know, how good it was. And um, it seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay. So, so how old were you when you went? I was eight, 18 going on 19. 18 going on 19. 19. Spring chicken, perf perfect age for it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it was two thousand seven, so it was eighteen going on nineteen. Yeah. So, um, so like, uh, I I've always heard some weird stories. Do you have any stories about uh, basic training? Like, like not. I don't. I don't know. I mean, try try not to go towards the places where everyone knows, but maybe something that that is completely weird. I I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything actually under basic training where they say don't ever tell anyone? Uh, well, it's uh, it's pretty much what you you pretty much expect. I mean, it's uh, you're you're getting yelled at a lot. Uh, everyone, someone's always watching you, so you, you gotta be always doing stuff, but. The one thing they don't really tell you is uh, um, you have to study a lot. You have to you have to study the the, the Air Force uh, history and uh, the creed and you know some you know silly things like that. But, uh, oh, that like like do you have a test or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have, like every week, you have like something, but uh, pretty much all your your downtime. Uh, <laughs> You're you're studying to really good. Okay. Uh, you have to memorize uh, certain like things, like like the song and uh, and uh, the creed and stuff like that. And what what's a cr- what's a creed? You know, just because you know all the stress you have on you and trying to do all that at the same time. It's, 
What, what's a creed, John? It's uh, it's called the Aaron's Creed. It's just like a, let's say about sixteen verse or sixteen line. I don't know exactly how long. I mean, it's like you say it probably like thirty seconds. But it's basically just you know how we how the Air Force expects the airmen to to live. You know how they. Okay, so so it's kind of like like our it's kind of like our alma mater or whatever you know. Probably. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, exactly. It's the Air Force alma mater. Okay, okay, I, I get it. All right, so, I mean, I've heard stories like um, that, that uh, you know, like, like, like they've, had, they've had people stripped down to being completely naked and, like, standing all next to each other and, like, standing in a row. I mean, is anything like that true? Uh, well, I mean, if you're going in the showers, uh, when you have to go, you know, take a shower, everyone pretty much gets naked and well basically RTI he just says you know shower time and then everyone has to everyone gets naked and then runs <laughs> runs to the shower and we're basically in a line we just go assembly line inside so you're like you have a guy in front of you butt naked and you have a guy behind you butt naked and people you know hold their junks you know <laughs> holding your junks and, and running you know it's like you're kind of like, oh God, situation, you know, like, uh, why am I here? What am I doing? Yeah, but, but it, it, it you get it over with. Yeah, it, it, but it's totally like a bonding time. Like all your, they're, you're all in the same boat. Yeah, I mean, no one really, you know, there are some people that like, just like to, you know, just, just, uh, you know, stay in the, the shower and they'll just lather themselves up and then like be talking to each other. Like, you know, nothing, you're like you, you know, there's nothing wrong. You know, it's just all. But but you're like you're like I gotta get the fuck out of here as quick as I can. I know, it's just, just get in and out. Well, get, gotta get it over with. <laughs> yeah, but they're like you're sweating their thing, hang out, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, so so I I heard some weird story about someone that had you know had this moment where like like a breakdown moment or whatever where they they uh they talk or, or they they get a chance to. C- to call their parents was there something like that somewhere where you get you get a chance to talk to your parents but you know like you know it's like your only only phone call you get yeah yeah we, at least when I went in we only got one phone call and that was like week three or the, the beginning of week three how did they set up that phone call well we just marched down to the, the pay phone and we just take turns you know where you need to put, you know, the quarter, a couple quarters in and, you know, dial, dial <laughs> oh, oh. and hopefully they answer, you know. Yeah, and so did they say something like, if no one answers, then that's it? Yeah, that's it, yeah. You're, that's you're screwed. Yeah, actually, did it happen to you? Actually, I actually started, started crying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you to, know, you kind of look forward to it, you know, it's like. Yeah, I think little by little we're kind of revealing our parents in these interviews because I interviewed Sarah last last uh, week. Um, I don't I don't know if you got a chance to listen to that or not, but um, uh, I and I interviewed. What's that? Your wife, right? No, no, no. There was an interview of uh, our sister. Oh, okay. But so you haven't heard it? No, I heard the one with you and 
your wife oh yeah yeah um podcast four is the one with it but but either way so uh we, you know we talked about how a mom, mom a little bit and how how she's kind of in arrested development and so um it's just very typical that that no one picked up the phone you know like our parents are very unreliable and that sort of stuff and so like i used well, to be well i i, I don't i don't feel that way exactly mom is usually home that was a thing he's like i kind of just expected it here to at least pick up, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I understand. It was rare for her not to pick up the phone, so I was just, you know, just, it hurt even worse, you know, when they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, I usually don't cry, but that was, you know, I really kind of broke down a little bit, so. Yeah, I, I, I hear you, man. I mean, I, um, well, I mean, I mean, I had a moment, but but this, I mean, it's not really exactly the same. But there was like the senior thing for 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 uh, soccer team, and we we. Uh, had these awards for all for the for all the seniors and they, they would give flowers to the mothers and uh the parents would come up with with their with their uh with you know us and 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 accept the award or whatever you know and and so mom and dad were supposed to be there and um and and they weren't so they 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 never showed up you know or, or i guess they were like an hour late or something so so it got to the point where i was up and and they didn't show up so so then the whole team ended up coming up with me and i was just like fuck you know uh, i was just like damn it and I, and I i i think i was a little teary eyed but i did i didn't let it out but i mean i was just like oh this is so embarrassing yeah holy cow and and i was yeah, and I was in like all the the plays and everything, and that and, and they they'd show up like once once a year maybe. <laughs> yeah, you uh, have like Aunt Muggs would show up more than they would sometimes, you know. Yeah, our, our aunt would show up more. Um, yeah. So so either way, uh, so so yeah, there's like this phone call element. So three weeks in, then you finally get a phone call. So it's kind of like you're you're in this bubble for that long. Did did you did you I mean have uh, exposure to the outside world during that time? No, you're on this base the whole time, and uh, uh, so yeah, I mean. Did you have TV or internet or anything? Your dorm room, what's that? Did you have TV or internet? No, no, you don't get anything. Nothing like that. So, so you're just completely in, in out of the out of the grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they make sure you, you stay busy the whole day. I mean, we're either marching like the first week we're kind of marching everywhere, uh, kind of learning how to march and uh, what we're supposed to be doing, and then uh, you probably march for fucking miles. Get our our shots and stuff. They they give us all these different shots. That that's pretty crazy. You just kind of go through an assembly line. And there's like two. <laughs> two doctors on each side or nurses and they both have needles and you stand uh, right in the middle of them and they both shoot you up on each arm at the same time so it's just like whoa you're getting two shots at the same time uh, that, I mean okay. did, did so I never experienced something like that so it's just kind of crazy what was it was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I actually I was just explaining in the beginning how I was giving giving vaccines to cattle uh uh, and, and yeah, so, so, I mean, what, how did it feel? Was it, was it as bad as it sounds or was it just kind of like, well, I mean, it wasn't as bad as it would have been, but it was just still, still really weird. Well, I mean, it's just kind of surreal feeling at the time, but, uh, right now when I think back on it, it's just, you know, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was just, you know, kind of in and out. Yeah. So how many shots did you get? I think we 
got like four different shots that day, and then throughout the week we we get a couple more. We get like an anthrax shot, which 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 doesn't hurt when you they first inject it, but later it feels like someone punched you in the arm. Uh, I I know I know what you're talking about. I know what you. Later they give you the. I forget what it's called, but the the butt shot they call it. They put it in the butt. And, <laughs> They, 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 once you get it, you have to, you have to kind of sit on the side they gave you the shot in on the on the cheek, and then you roll on it to kind of move, uh, you know, kind of spread it out. It's, it's like a big ball <laughs> in your butt. <laughs> so how big was the syringe? I mean, it must have been big. So about, as, I mean, I would say about about three quarters of you know your pointer fingers. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I know I know exactly what sort of shot you got. It was um um a Well, no, no. It the just the 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 technique. It was a subcutaneous, so it's basically under the skin, but it wasn't in the muscle. Um and those sort of sort of those sort of shots will will just be absorbed. Uh, but they'll they'll leave like a lump of of wherever it was shot into you until it is absorbed. Yeah, yeah. So they tell you just roll on it, you know. So it, it, it's it's kind of sore. You just kind it's kind of like you're rolling on a kink in your butt. Yeah. You know, you're just like. Ugh. Yeah, I I give shots to, to to cows like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh. All right. So so a little bit fast forward. Um. So what do you? What is your role? What is your your job in the in the air force? I'm a firefighter. Um, I well, right now my my job title is a driver operator. I drive. I, I have a license on every truck in our station. I I can drive any truck basically. There's some big uh, ones, huh? My job is just to get the the truck on scene, and then uh, if it uh, if it has a pump on it or if it has water or whatever, I just have to be able to use that pump and get water to the hand lines. And uh, it's 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 pretty tough, you know, in an emergency situation. You gotta be on your toes. You really know what you're doing. You want to train. You gotta have a lot of training. Yeah. Okay. So so um, so you have gone overseas twice now, right? No, three times. Three times. Okay. Um. So the first time you went to Qatar. Uh. uh could you explain a little bit about Qatar? Yeah. It's a. Uh... It's a pretty pretty large base. The, the base is actually called LED. Um, I've actually uh, heard about pretty, that. Pretty, pretty big base, pretty lively base. Uh, it's got like every some crazy statistic is like every twenty five seconds there's a plane taking off or landing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like that's like JFK or something. Yeah, it's probably not as as uh, crazy now since the war is kind of dying down. But um, so, so uh, Qatar, I've heard about it. Um, Qatar is like this super tiny, like I, I think they said something like the size of Delaware, and uh, it um, has uh, it 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 has like a standard of living that's ridiculous. Like 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 the average standard of living is somewhere in the hundred thousands or maybe maybe seventy thousand or something like that. You know, something something like like much higher than the United States. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the living costs are, but I know that they all drive Ferraris. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, they, they live pretty rich over there. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, you know, I, it's, it's nuts. They have uh, everything, too. I mean, they have all the, the restaurants that you could think of. And uh, we went to this big mall, and uh, they actually had, like, gold pieces in the floor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, they're just. They're just flaunting the bling bling. What's that? They're just flaunting the big bling bling. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they they love to show that stuff. And, so. And uh, they had a huge ice rink inside the mall too. It's just you know, yeah, everything. You know. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It's it's something. I mean, you don't you don't imagine there's something like that over there, but it it really is. I mean, those little little countries, you know, can can really um, consolidate and make make it good. I heard I heard something. You know, that they make all their money through like just big political. You know, like basically holding a base for the United States is a big one, but I mean, like you know, they basically are able to play politics and and uh, their allies. They they just take big allies and then then let them let them be in their country, and that's how they. How they how they end up being you know as as well off as they are. I mean I've I've heard like you know United States is like like three percent growth or something like that and uh and and Qatar is like in the in the like twenty percent growth or something like that. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, they're they're yeah, kind of, find someone to you know protect them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we have all, you know, so yeah, they're obviously very strategically important. So, uh, did you see any action over there in Qatar? No, that was uh, that was very uh, like you're really out of out of the war there. I mean, it, it, we we flew a bunch of airplanes out there. We were I, I was part of like you know the support part of that, but uh, we never we never saw any action. That's for sure. The only action was on the expressway. We were driving like over 100 miles per hour and passing semi trucks. Like, you know, so like so it, was it like that was, that was pretty crazy? Was it like unlimited uh, speed limit? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think there was a speed limit. I, 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 at least I didn't see one. That's that's crazy. Yeah, he, so this guy was just driving nuts. You know, what what were you driving? I put my seatbelt on and just kind of just. Please don't nothing happen. <laughs> what what sort of vehicle was it? It was like a, a Land Rover, uh, like a like a Jeep, uh, uh, Jeep Cherokee type. type. Oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, they uh, they they drove those because they took us out on the, the sand dune, and uh, they actually reduced the the tire PSI before we went on the sand, so you know they get a little more surface. P- what is PSI? More traction. Oh, traction. That's pretty cool. Yeah, driving up down the sand dunes. Yeah, that... you got to ride on camels too. So that was a good time. It was fun. So, um, so basically, there there wasn't much action there. Uh, did did you ever want to be a pilot? Was there any any um aspirations in your in your uh, training and everything to be a pilot? Yeah. Well, uh, when I first you know, kind of joined the air. Well, I started to, you know, actually attempt to try to join the air force. That's what I was kind of looking at. But you know, now that I've been in for five and a half years, it's really, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd still like to at least try it, but I don't think it's something I'd really love to do. I, I think I'd have more fun doing the 
the un the unair the UAVs, you know, the un, un unmanned air aircraft drones. The drones, yeah, you know, fly those and like uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You you yeah, you're a big video game guy. You'd like that. Yeah. So. All right. So where was the second place you went? I went to uh, Iraq and I went to the base Balad. Balad. Okay. Was that a pretty um, uh, touchy base? Was that was that uh, very active? Yeah, this was more of a deployment place. Uh, uh, we 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 got hit by mortars a couple times. Uh, uh, explain explain that. What does that mean? Mortar. What is a mortar? Well, it's uh, basically you know they uh, they they put the 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 mortar into like one of those those shoot things and you, know, you drop it in and it shoots it up. So how how big is this thing? And then it you know it's it's got like shrapnel in it and when it explodes it's supposed to do crazy damage. Okay, so uh, so so where were you when this came towards you? Well, there was there was a bunch there was a bunch of them, but I mean, like I said, the base is so big, you know, it's pretty rare for it to be any close. But there was one pretty close to to me at one point. Um, we were actually just coming back from a call, and we were about to back in the truck into the station, and there's. There's like a road where we're backing up the truck, and then right to the left of it, there's this big building, and then um, just behind the building was this bunch of gravel, and this mortar hit right, you know, right north of that building where all that gravel was. So I hear this big boom, but the the building was in the way, so it's nothing, you know, came towards me. But once I heard that boom, I felt, you know, immediately just, you know, ran inside. <laughs> Did, did anybody die? Pretty, pretty close. Did um, anybody die when you were there? That building was there. Didn't, didn't get you know. No, no one died. Did anyone die from any of those mortars? Um, no, I don't think anyone. Really anybody get injured? So, What's that? Actually, they have these uh, um, alert systems around. So, and they have these. I forget what they're called, but they basically. They can tell when a mortar's coming, so you have a, a, a general time limit before, like you'll hit. So you have, you know, you can get into a bunker before then. So it's it's generally safe as long as you, you know, you know, you stay alert and you know you're, you know. Yeah, that that's 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 crazy. So I mean, I, I mean, I guess from what it sounds like, it's kind of like uh, totally like a needle. Are just a very small chance that anything could really happen where you were. I mean, the bases were were not the places you'd be really worried, right? Yeah, I mean, you have you have guys patrolling outside of it, and you know, there's rarely any really big uh, attacks. But half half of that deployment there, I was actually a dispatch. I was only there for four months, so two months of it, I was I was uh, in dispatch. So I I was calling out the runs and. Uh, I really didn't like leave the building, so any mortar attacks, I was pretty pretty safe because there's bunkers all around the buildings too. So yeah, unless the mortar landed right on me, I, was, <laughs> I mean I was fine. So. Yeah. So so is there any time you left base? No, we weren't allowed to leave base there. That was uh, pretty hostile over there. So. 
Like what what was the situation? Like what were you what was your enemy? Uh just uh you know, the the Taliban out there, uh they're just, you know there's fields and, you know, they're you know, there's just cattle and stuff. There's people that just live their lives over there and we're, you know, just like in the middle of it kinda. You know, there's just you, you can drive around base, the perimeter of the base and you can see like all these fields and, you know, people farming and harvesting stuff and there's just, you know, Taliban out there that just, you know, you know, try to shoot a mortar on base and then... They're, they're just hi- hiding and, and ready to... So they're just hiding and ready to kill you whenever they get a chance. Yeah, but they kind of like mix in with, the, you know, like the, like the locals that are trying to, you know... So it's yeah. hard to find them. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of medicine calls there. There's uh, uh, they didn't really have the hospital. I mean, the hospital off base was pretty far away, but so uh, the closest one was on base. So they bring a lot of uh, uh, people on base, and some of them were uh, done intentionally to get them on base so they get information. Like uh, for instance, some some of the families would you know burn burn their kids in like a pot of water, burn like their, let's say like their legs or something, and get them on base and then they'd be able to get information like that. You know, the, the kids would, you know, get information. That's something crazy. Yeah, that, that's... Some of the stuff they did was pretty sickening. Yeah, I mean it's a totally different culture. I, I I I've just seen that that situation is so ridiculous. I mean, it, and and the war makes so little sense. Um, but uh, so so what was your third deployment? Uh, third one was in Afghanistan. It was even more of a deployment. Uh, this this one was a FOB. So it's a forward operating base. It's uh, it's basically just like uh, a. a, a Pretty much a quick way to make a base. You you, you call it a fob. You just basically have the bare minimum, and uh, you know it's just uh, it's just so you you know branch out from the, a bigger base. So we're like a branched out base of a bigger base, kind of. So was that similar? I mean, I heard there's a lot of mountains in the Afghanistan. So so did did you? Yeah, we were uh, we were surrounded by mountains actually. We uh, there was an old Russian base we were on, and. Uh, there's actually a bunch of uh, uh, UXOs that we found <laughs> just for old Russian, you know, uh, bombs and stuff. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, that uh, it's just, yeah. So, um, like, uh, I mean, was there any time? Did you get off base there? No, I couldn't go off base there. It's just like uh, each deployment like got progressively, you know, more of a, a worse scenario yeah so i mean so your job was to but i mean your job was to put out fires right yeah I was, I'm, I'm basically a support i play a support role on the face i just you know i like I'll like the, the same and uh, I'll, I'll run medical calls yeah medical and, and fire yeah so so like um so did you i mean did you put out any fires um, we, uh, we did have a couple fires, um, I was in, we have three, there was three, uh, stations there, but, uh, as, as a whole fire department, we put out some fires, but we, individually, no, I, I didn't put it up. So, fire, so, but, um, so like, you know, some, 
pretty crazy medical calls, though. My station was where we had more of the medical calls, and the other ones were more of, like, the the structure, you know, calls with fires. So, um... So when you get like like did you you didn't leave base when you had those calls? No, these were on base. We we just focused on what's on base, and we we were it's, it's a joint base with uh, with the army, and the army does all the you know does the scouting off base and the, the patrols and convoys and stuff like that. All right. So that's that's where the you know the scary stuff happens. So so basically, you're you're taking care of the base. Yeah, we're, we we would take care of anything on base, and yeah, it's it's not as bad as you think. Um, but, uh, I mean, the only the only real hostile thing we have is uh, the mortar attacks, and um, we actually uh, work with a lot of the local nationals there. So we can't, we that's the first deployment. I actually carried a gun everywhere, and. Uh, you know, you, you have to be alert even more than, you know, normal. Yeah, that's... You know, I, one of those guys who are, you know, they're enemy or hostile. So. Yeah, I've, I've, those guys. I've heard that's a real, real jungle out there. So, so, um, so I'm guessing, like, you know, I mean, who in their right mind... I mean, is is there any incentive for someone to not do something like the Air Force? Like, like I mean, it sounds like like a pretty decent uh, situation to be in. I mean, you basically got all the benefits of the military without really having to be in combat. So, like, who who is really out there? I mean, because there's there's obviously plenty of people you know fighting out there. Are are most of them like in a similar situation? Did they not know that they could join the Air Force? I mean, like like is 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 it just like limited is the luck of the draw is it like like there's no more space in the air force well it's uh, a lot of air force jobs are are basically support roles your 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 main mission is to to get you know these airplanes take taken off they, they have to take off you know smoothly and they have to do their mission and then we have to let you know they they land back safely. You know that's that's basically the whole Air Force's job. You know, and then the Army is you know more of the grunt work. Yeah, and so and I'm. The Marines so, are even more on the grunt. You know, and then. And that's what I'm trying to to get to. Like like I mean. Are, are there are there people out there? I mean, did you, did you have much um, uh, co mingling with the army? I mean, did you did you find some of these people? Did they did they even know that there was the possibility of being in air force? I mean, it just seems like crazy. You know, all these people are willing to just go out there and be soldiers, man. Yeah, I mean, the army you're you're going to deploy a lot more. Some people like like to be over there more and uh, like to be in the action. You know, there's some. Some people don't know what they're signing up for. Don't get you know what you know. Dad told me and stuff. And I don't know. It's I mean, it's it's not really luck of the draw. It's really just doing your research and knowing what you're getting into. You know? <laughs> yeah, they just know. Oh, I know there's an army. Oh, that's the only thing there is. There's an army. Right. Yeah. I mean, the only the benefits of being in the army is I mean, you get all that you know cool you know fighting, you know, tactical training, and then 
you get to deploy all the time, which means more money. You get a lot of money. Yeah. Years at a time, and some people, you know, like to do that. Okay. Well, that that's cool. So, um, so, so, I mean, you like you like what you're doing, right? Yeah, I can't I can't complain. I mean, eventually, I, I think I'd like to try something else because, quite frankly, it's not something I'd like to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. But it's definitely uh, been very rewarding and fun to do and you know so how how many how many years I had more fun doing something else you know how many years you been in it and uh how long you got well I've been in about five and a half years and I got until October 15th of this year to re resign or separate so 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 you're almost done signing up so 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 what are you doing I'm I'm probably gonna re-enlist and and what's the minimum? Uh, the minimum is four years, so I'll be pretty much ten years. Yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, you, you'll maybe maybe after that, I don't know. Uh, but but yeah, it would probably be good to get that that army retirement or that military retirement, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll only be thirty eight when I'm done. And yeah. I just have to get out right then. You know? Yeah. I'm sure I'll have enough, you know, enough experience on my resume to get a you know, good job on the outside. And then get that extra dough on the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's sweet. So, uh, so Sean, so, um, so that, that's, uh, that's, that's great. I, I think, I think that, that, that can cover, you know, that, that can be a good portion. I think we went, went pretty good time. Um, so I lastly want to play this game I was talking about. Uh, we still haven't made a name for it, but it's kind of like a word association game. Um, so uh, if you're ready, uh, I'd like to play now. Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. So I'm going to say a word, and then I'm going to give you 15 seconds. You ready? Yep. Bullet. Stop. California. Bullet to California. How did you get there? Oh, well, the bullet got me thinking of, you know, the gun I, I used, the M16 in, uh, in Shindan, in Afghanistan. And then that got me thinking of, you know, Shindan, obviously. And then Shindan got me thinking of... What, what's Shindan? Uh, what are you talking about? The, the last place I Yeah, 
That's awesome. See, see, this is kind of like how Sarah and I were talking. Like, like, like in the mind, like it can think of things so much faster than um, than how we can speak it out. So, like, it's just kind of fun to spend fifteen minutes, just or fifteen seconds, just thinking, and how how much stuff can go by so quickly. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's cool. So kind yeah. Of see where the mind was kind of seeing or something at the time, right? Well, you got to play the game with your girlfriend. Yeah. 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 You should try it out. Yeah, sure, sure. yeah, you might find out things about here you never knew. <laughs> yeah, probably. For better or worse. Probably <laughs> for the better. All right, Sean. So um, just hold on the line. I'm going to uh, 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 finish this off here, okay? All right. All right. Well, thank you all guys out there for uh, joining me in this podcast. I hope you had a good time. So here is our ending music. Oh, I love this effect. No, that is not our ending music. I suck. Here we go. Love you guys. I think I had a good one here. Went over an hour, but that's okay. I think we're going to have to start accepting that these things might go longer. See ya.